The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Fuck, Mary kill. Serial edition. Tony the Tiger. Okay. Lucky the Lucky Charms guy. Okay. And Captain Crunch. Wow. This is um, very specific in the way that, I mean, maybe I'm missing out, but I've never actually thought about fucking any of these um, serial <laughs> mascots in my Aside life. Aside from the car one that I brought up uh, on one of the last Oh, which I definitely episodes. thought about all the, time, all the time, which cars I would fuck. If that tailpipe didn't want to be fucked. Right. <laughs> I've never actually thought about these serial mascots, so just bear with me for a second, I guess, on this one. Okay, so we've got Tony the Tiger, yep. the Lucky Charms Leprechaun. In Captain Crunch, yep. of course. And also, when they come, they use their tagline. No. Yeah. No. Yep. Does so. Lucky Charms sing the whole song? Uh, he talks about kids getting his Lucky Charms. No. What? Yeah. Wait, what's the Captain Crunch tagline? Uh, I don't know. I'm a captain. Oh, crunchitize me, captain. That's already That's sexual. That's kind of sexual, yeah. That's pretty sexual. Okay. I'm literally just going to go off of that. So obviously Captain Crunch is in like a position of power, so that's hot. Um, so I guess I'm gonna fuck Captain Crunch just because that's the only thing that I can ever think someone would say after sex that would be okay in the context of these other things. I mean, it's not great. I don't like it. And out of all the serial characters in all of Serial World, mm -hmm. that is the closest to a zaddy that you're gonna get is the Captain Crunch guy. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, what I hope is that when... I come, he would say, crunchitize me, Captain. I don't know. Unless he's talking to himself and the crunchitization of it all is him coming, which <laughs> sucks. I hate it. I fucking hate that so much. Um, Welcome to the show, everyone. Okay, so I'm going to fuck Captain Crunch. I like a boat. I don't really get seasick, so it would give me and hopefully it's one of those like unlimited booze situations like on a carnival cruise. Oh, Captain Crunch has some rum. He definitely has rum. I feel like he would mix and match and do like a Captain Morgan thing. And I'd be like, stay in your lane, cereal bitch. Um, but that would be hot. You know, we could like demoralize each other in that way. And I like the fuck versus Mary with Captain Crunch because I think Captain Crunch probably has a problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like he's he's a sea captain first off. And he's Bad alone sign. a lot of the time. And so he's going to go whole hog when he is with you because he's been at sea for so long that you know, he doesn't get a lot of opportunity to be with a maiden. Well, and I like the the fact that he has options open. Like, he's got regular Captain Fr Crunch for, like, the normies, and then he's got berries for the freaks, because yeah. we love it. Um, So, I feel like he's open to a lot of different types of people. There are peanut butter Captain Crunch. That's a thing, right? Yeah, that's a thing. I haven't had cereal in a really long time. I'm, like, a full-grown adult, actually. <laughs> you guys. Um, No, I wish I did. I wish I had more cereal. Um, yeah. I just know that I would eat it for dinner every single night, so that's why I can't have it in my house. Like, it's only tempting Jerry because Seinfeld I wouldn't cook. <laughs> just standing over the sink eating a bowl of cereal well the calories don't count if you eat over the sink that's, that's science true. yeah in case you didn't know um i'm really scientific so i'm gonna go ahead and fuck the cereal captain um and i think i don't think it's gonna be good but i think it's gonna be fine just like you know captain crunch is fine it's a little grainy. As soon as the milk hits it, it just turns into like a weird fine paste in your mouth. Oh, I hope that's not like his dick. 
mm, a fine paste in your mouth is not what you want from a dick. <laughs> no, not, not at really. all. Honestly, I don't want any of these dicks, but I suppose I'm going to fuck him. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to marry Tony the Tiger. Really? That's well, great. What, it is great. What more well, can you ask for, he really? Is the Tony Robbins of uh of cereal. Oh. Like just massive positivity all the time. Oh, that's exhausting. I don't love that exactly. And I feel like if I my therapist was like, "How's your husband?" and I was like, "He's great." She'd be like, "I'm not going to ask any other questions." Yeah, like that's, that's it. plenty of that's information for me. It for you. You guys are weird. Um you are married to a literal tiger, a like a cereal tiger. A, a cereal tiger. Yeah, I don't love that for me. I don't love any of these options. You've given me nothing good <laughs> nothing. to go off of. I literally only want to kill the Lucky Charms leprechaun because you said he was saying that it's children. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, murder, apparently. So what you're saying is that you hate the Irish. Yeah, that's what, it. Is and what now you're you know. That... You've heard it here first. Yep. I hate the Irish. I hate the small percentage of myself that is Irish. It's something that I really grapple with all the time. The 18 Irish listeners that we have are just really <laughs> mad right now. You think there's only 18? Do you think that the 18 uh, people in Ireland that are listening to the show- Oh, are, from actual from Ireland? Actu- no, I don't mean the people that are like, I have 8% Irish. No, fuck off. I feel like off, they're no. more proud of being Irish than actual Irish people are. No, I'm not the people talk- that have like 10% Irish that are like, yeah, I'm wearing green, bitch, this is my heritage. I'm and not you're t- like, talking to the people off. that are like, I'm white, so probably Irish. Let's wear green and drink. Right. Like, and no, drink. I don't mean, I don't mean like- American Irish. I mean, like, like living the Angela's Ashes life in wow. Ireland, like just doing I the thing. I hope they're not Irish listeners. Let us know if you're okay. Also, <laughs> like, you should not be paying for Wi-Fi if you're that poorly off. As... I don't think everyone in Ireland is living the Angela's Ashes. No, life. I think most people in Ireland are not living. You're the about Angela's... to get flamed hard. I'm gonna get so flamed by the redheads of this world, and I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy it because you made me think about fucking cereal mascots. (laughs) You deserve this. You absolutely deserve this. Also, why is Count Chocula not one of my choices? Because Because that's going to be a big fuck for me. It is April. Like I'm, I'm waiting so for Halloween what? for the for the cereal Halloween edition. Where's the Booberry <laughs> ghost? Booberry would be like not like a sexy husband, but he'd be no. one that would like fix things around the house and was really good with kids. And yeah, I feel like he would scare me on accident and then be like, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. It's just who I am. Like I don't mean to be scary." He's like a sweet, sweet little scary thing. Don't boo-hoo about it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he's if he a... said that, I'm divorcing oh, him. Oh, he puns. I'm, I'm taking him for all he's worth. You know Booberry puns real hard. Oh, and you know that I actually would like it. You That's would. just me posturing and pretending like I'm better than puns. I'm not better than puns. Have you listened to the show before? <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't, go ahead and close out. <laughs> right now, I already know that if you were to like actually enter into a contract of marriage with one of these three serial uh, mascots, You'd be looking for other serial mascots to fuck the entire time, which Definitely. is just... Yeah, it's not great. None of this is good, yeah. per se. You didn't give me, like, the option of the three Rice Krispie Treats dude to, like, run a train on me or anything. I <laughs> so thought about that, care but about I thought about it. The first idea for this was <laughs> Snap, Crackle, or Pop. Yeah. But their personalities are not so fully fleshed out that you don't yeah. really have any kind of feeling about one or the other. I really don't. Now, I... But that's part of the reason why I left them out, because I thought about it being, you know, Tony the Tiger, Captain Crunch, and all three mm-hmm. of the Rice Krispies. Do you know elves? that would be an obvious fuck? 
That's fully a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like you're getting run train on. Yeah. Like, I mean, fuck, I would choose that. So yeah. I'm not even. How can you not? That's just too obvious. Yeah. So, so I'll marry Tony the Tiger, I suppose. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to murder the Lucky Charms guy only because of your specific saying that he's going to do the whole catchphrase when he comes because I can't listen to that whole song. I'm done. Like, but hopefully is, I'm done. If I'm not done, I'm definitely not finishing after that. That's too long. He is wealthy. He's well, he's the richest of the three. True. But I mean, I killed Santa, I believe, in one of our past ones. And then yeah. you married him because you're a gold digger. But I'm yeah. not because okay. I'm better. You're you're here for love with a serial mascot. With a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Plus, I'd, I'm sure those cuddles would be pretty fucking fantastic. Oh, definitely. I would sleep soundly. Until but also, had... I run too hot. I can't have all that fur. We're going to have to take separate what sides. If... Tony the Tiger actually has night terrors. No. You'll be not alive anymore. Oh, no. Maybe I'm going about this all wrong. Maybe They're should... dead. Oh, no. Yeah. I feel like you'd be sad about it at least. No, he seems it, involved. He seems like an actual genuinely nice tiger. So uh, he would be sad about it and he would feel so guilty afterwards. What does he wear? I don't remember because I, again, I don't get these ahead of time. Oh, I he's, have to a, just he's deal a nudist. With this. Doesn't he have like an ascot or something? Oh, no, he's got a, a neckerchief, I a think. A neckerchief. <laughs> Walking around, dick out. Yeah. Just fully out. They don't show that on the cereal box. They don't. I feel like they would get more sales if they did. Sex sells, you know. There was a thing that came up on Twitter that apparently there was, uh, it was cut out in a lot of scenes during the movie, but uh, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons uh, wow. totally had his dick out. And there's a couple scenes where you can see full Sasquatch dick in- uh, the 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 movie. What kind of effects are we looking at with that? That means whoever created the Sasquatch suit was just like, well, it's got to be real, so let's put a dick on this. Wow. Yeah. Loving the gall yeah. and the fact that I got greenlit. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then it was only after the fact that they were like, you know what? The dick is distracting, as it turns out. Who knew? Apparently, full frontal dick in a children's movie just doesn't play the way we thought it would so also you know it'd be terrifying like that dick is not approachable it's horrifying that's not snapping to a slim jim that's like <laughs> gargantuan that's 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 a fucking swiss roll at least oh no they're yeah. so small what are you talking about i'm not about? talking about the travel size little debbies i'm talking about the ones that your aunt makes that are like gigantic okay that... okay i'm seeing it now yeah. all right i got yeah. you i was definitely thinking about little debbie no no i'm talking Which, about she should not also be bring, brought up in this like <laughs> she doesn't belong here that's next week yeah is... that's the one i give you <laughs> oh, no. would you fuck little debbie <laughs> little debbie swiss miss or uh or the saint Pauli girl yeah let's <laughs> do this. or wendy or wendy no <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. terrible <laughs> they're all children yeah. so we should feel bad and we do but we, we do. still do this so there you go so that's my decision what would you do i think i am going to i think i'm gonna fuck tony the tiger okay yeah i think tony the tiger my approach to it is that i think that he'd be like really fucking positive about it like if i wasn't you just if i was single and i was just not feeling great and he's like, no, you're great. And he would just like build me up and be like super positive. And he would like high five me after sex. And it'd be like a really positive experience. And you're shitting on me for marrying him. I need that all the time. Well, the thing as is, you know. is that if you have that level of positivity all the time, you would end up having animosity towards it to a, a bit where mm. it's like, I I don't know. I, I can work extra shifts, uh, shifts at the restaurant, but like we are running really tight this month. 
Um, it, I don't know. Like we might have to dig into the savings. I know we've been saving up for a house, but it's been, you know, it's a really hard couple of months. And he'd be like, it's great. And like, no, you need to look at reality right now. <laughs> um, you know, your overt positivity to everything. You have to be a realist at some points. So he was like, it's great that you like, have those feelings. Like, no, shut up. Just like fucking feel like a real person for one. <laughs> oh, you're a tiger. Ugh, why don't you go hang out with fucking Tiger King? Just fuck you. Oh, wow. So mad. Yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't deal with that level of positivity all the time. Okay. It would be too much. But as far as just a really positive sexual experience, I think Tony the Tiger would. But for a one-off, do you want it to be like a positive building you up experience? I feel like for a one-off, you want it to be like dirty and get the fuck out. I want that like, like fucks me into a positive state of being kind of mm. fuck where like, I'm like, this was great. And I'm really glad that I experienced this, but now I'm ready for like seeing, you know, moving forward in my life and seeing what potential I can discover. I don't know. I feel like it would leave you wanting more. And then once you get too deep into it, then it's you're you're stuck there in the positivity forever. Or maybe I get like obsessed with Tony the Tiger and yes. he's like, you knew what this was when you signed up for it. And <laughs> and the Tony the Tiger voice is amazing, by we, the way. We have a conversation in like a Denny's parking lot and it's like, this isn't great. I've told you to stay away. Because <laughs> you followed him there. I followed him there. He, he's like the third shift bus boy for Denny's. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because in my head, Tony the Tiger is a fuck boy. Like he doesn't yeah. actually. Wait, I thought all of them were just like making good cereal money. Well, Tony the Tiger was making good cereal money, but then he signed a contract that optioned him out of any percentage of sales. Why did he do that? Well, because Tony the Tiger is a dummy. He's oh, no. a dumb, pretty fuckboy. He's a hot dummy. He's a hot dummy. Oh, that's so our brand, too. Yeah, it really is. This is why I married him. Yeah, because you're into hot dummies. <laughs> clearly. I mean, clearly, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so I'm, I'm fucking fuckboy uh, Tony the Tiger in yep. a Denny's parking lot. Mm-hmm. And then getting weirdly obsessed with him and he's mm-hmm. just like i smoke weed all day and <laughs> eat cereal i don't know why you're into this and you've committed to the voice he's sleeping on <laughs> lucky the lucky charms guy's couch yeah for sure and lucky charms guy is like the really kind of beta really sweet but has no real drive themselves like that they come from money they well it comes from money but also hasn't really figured their shit out yet. So you're like, man, if you had just a little bit more go-getitude with Mm. your life, then you'd be great. But like, you've got a lot to work on before I'm really looking to deal with that situation. And then there's the captain Mm -hmm. who like, he's been working his ass off for years. He's gotten to a place where he's comfortable. He's happy. He knows what he wants to do and he's doing it. And he's fully realized as a human person. And yeah, he's a little bit, rough around the edges yeah uh he might cut your mouth a little bit here and there every time every time and it is frustrating that he's kind of a stubborn dude and but ultimately he has your your well-being at heart he's got his shit together he would be a good partner moving forward in your life and he's going to support you through his peanut butter through his berries whatever he's he's able to compromise Mm. and fit your needs Mm -hmm. a little bit more so i think i'm marrying the sea captain and you're also killing Lucky? I'm murdering Lucky, unfortunately. Mm, I'm not that sad about it. I, it also falls into my, like, punk rock, eat the rich kind of thing. It's like I will literally eat Lucky Charms. <laughs> Lucky True. the Lucky Charms guy. Yeah. And be, like, good with it. You also have to respect someone who is just like, yeah, marshmallows are part of a daily breakfast. <laughs> We're like, 
you're the reason why kids don't have a balanced breakfast, chomp. <laughs> exactly. Just get it going. He's tiny. You could take him down in a couple bites. I could. He's just a little snack. He is a he, he's we, a tapas. If he you is will. a bit of a he's he's a bit of a snack. Yeah, for sure. I mean. <laughs> He, he would do well as a uh, twink in the gay community. He loves someone sure. shorter than you. Yeah. <laughs> so I know it was hard for you to kill him. But I'm glad you did because I killed him as well. And I love for us to be on the same page when it comes to these kind of At least the murder thing. Questions. Like fucking and marrying, I can understand us coming from a different opinion. But with the murder, we've had different opinions on that. And that's the ones that are the wildest. Yep, that's very true. So. But honestly, the wildest is me thinking about fucking serial mascots. So no matter what. Um, During the theme music, I'm going to call my therapist and it will be deeply upsetting. Welcome back to Deeply Upsetting. I'm Amy Bogard. I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we will be using our expertise tonight to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries. Speaking of upsetting, I think we're doing pretty well so far on this episode here. Yeah, I was not ready for that. I'm never ready for any of them, but cereal, man, now I just want cereal. (laughs) Cereal man or tiger. Cereal man or tiger. (laughs) Or fictional character leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to fuck any of them, but I want to eat all of them. Yes. So that's where we are. So welcome to Deeply Upsetting. Yay. So we run on your questions, we're answering your hypothetical quandaries, and here's how you can submit them. There's a bunch of different ways. So we are at Deeply Upsetting on Facebook or Twitter. You can send us an email at geeksundertheinfluence at gmail.com. Put Deeply Upsetting in the subject line so we know where to find you. Or you can leave us a super hot voicemail. Tell us which serial characters you wanted to fuck since adolescence. We're basically like therapists in that way. It is 804-505-4484 which is 804-505-4GUI. Yeah, we take yeah. voicemails, text messages, picture messages, Susan, with her <laughs> gorgeous breasts. Gorgeous breasts. Gorgeous. Or just voicemails of you sobbing, listening to the show. <laughs> There's no context. We understand. If you got a heavy breathe, you got a heavy breathe. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, this is the place to do it. <laughs> oh, no. I just opened us up to some terrible thing. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. It'll really give us good fodder for next episode. So yeah. there you go. It just makes it so much better. Just if you are going to have you breathe, there is a chance it will show up on an episode. So mm-hmm. just be mindful of <laughs> we'll that. Play it. We'll play it in the background while we answer the question. <laughs> right. Just really set the mood. Give the ambiance yeah. for how fucking tragic the show is. We're going to end up with the weirdest audience before too long. But that's what we want. That's that what is we're true. here for. Correct. We didn't name our show like mildly amusing. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it probably is that's, at best. <laughs> that's the uh, Kevin James podcast. Oh, is wow. Mildly, mildly amusing. amusing. Yeah. <laughs> Slight cringe. <laughs> mildly amusing. We're full cringe or shut that shit off. On this episode of the Kevin James Mildly Amusing podcast, we're going to see how many Vienna sausages I can fit in my mouth at once. <laughs> it's like, dude, we can't see it. Like, I'm just smirking while I'm listening to it. Just become slightly more garbled every second. (laughs) Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay, I'm shutting this off. (laughs) I have I have a life to lead. (laughs) I can hear the saliva so viscerally on that episode. (laughs) I hate that I also can. (laughs) Yep, that's terrible. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Let's just get into the first question. I I mean, what the fuck? Okay, so the first question was asked by Chris Porter. 
Um, and he asked, you have a chance to shadow a superhero like a police ride along while they save the world. Who would be the worst hero to be assigned to? Oh, I think because I'm uh, lazy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm very lazy. Um, I think that a the Flash follow along would be pretty exhausting for okay. me because, mm-hmm. you know, this is a character that they see the world kind of in slow motion. Right. Yeah. So as far as training goes, uh, they're they're going to be way too quick to have you ever had a trainer with a job where they are speaking from the position of them knowing how everything works. They've been there for like 10 years and they don't know how to ex- actually explain it to somebody that doesn't know at all what they're doing. Yes. The flash would be so exhausting in that way where it's like you just I don't know, run fast. I can't do I don't, that. I don't do that. I'm incapable of running that fast. Like yeah, that talk is... about heavy breathing. You're yeah, about right? to experience that <laughs> yeah. firsthand. You don't want to see me trying to reach top speed. No. That is not for the world. No. God, so, no. So I was like, you just, just like that. And I, I just did all my errands for the day. I'm like, I didn't see a move. Like, you need to fucking calm down. Yeah, fair enough. Also, in the Flash show, he visits a coffee shop all the time. Fuck you. You need to be doing, like, hard downers yeah <laughs> you don't need to be drinking coffee you weird you need a pick me up why you reach mock two i mean caffeine is probably barely a blip he's not doing meth or anything Could that's probably like the equivalent of coffee for us and if the flash like takes me and just grabs me and carries me with him to like a crime scene to fight crime i'm gonna have neck injuries mm-hmm. i'm gonna be worn out just from the wind blowing against my dumb face mm-hmm. as i'm being carried by this superhero. Yep. My my eyes are going to be dried out to hell, so I'm not going to be able to see very well. I'm going to be like windburned. I'm I'm going to be exhausted like all the time. Immediately. Yeah. Just being in the car, getting ready for the mission. <laughs> right. Just oh because <laughs> you forced him to drive. Barry, run. <laughs> Barry, stop. Is Barry the Flash's name? Yes. I don't know the Flash. Yeah, Barry. In that way, Barry's his name. That's like the least badass name I've ever heard in my life. Is Barry? Yeah. I mean, it's... Besides, like, I don't know, Nelson. Sorry to the Nelsons out there. Superman's name is Clark. That's I mean, fair. <laughs> Clark Kent is a cool name, though, as a whole name. Clark Kent sounds like a guy that you meet at the bank. That's who he's supposed to be, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm acting like I know things, because I know <laughs> one superhero's name in the world. <laughs> uh, Barry Allen. Like, fully an expert. Is the, uh, is the Flash, Barry Allen. Got it. Yeah. Or is the... The main Flash. There's like 82 different versions of the Flash in all the comics. So, wow. Yeah. That's too many Flashes. There's a bunch of different Earths. I just so. don't know anything about comics. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm trying here. No, I think uh, Barry Allen, he is a nice enough guy, and that's what's going to draw you into wanting to like shadow him for mm-hmm. superhero stuff. He's just like really sprightly, cracks jokes, uh, real fun person, good personality. Um and then you realize that he's just, he's existing on a totally different level than you. Mm-hmm. And I've had friends like that that are just super, a Tony the Tiger, go, 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 very manic in their behavior. Got it. And it would be so exhausting. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. After like a day or two of doing that, I'd be like, I'm done. You know what? Crime can just crime. I'm good. <laughs> you you just crime on all up in this city. I'm good. <laughs> I feel like mine would be the opposite. I feel like my worst possible ride along would be Deadpool because I feel like he and I would just fuck around until we got there <laughs> and then we would just like be bantering and he wouldn't give me 
any sort of training on what was about to happen and then all of a sudden it would be like a bunch of dudes with guns and he would be like ready to fight him off and have sarcastic comments and stuff like that and i would be like i only have sarcastic comments That's and true. i'm not really feeling them right now they don't come organically to me when i'm being shot at so now i'm just hiding and you're doing your own thing and i could not be less prepared if i tried that's true you would be murdered immediately oh definitely i'm also time. not that quick yeah yeah he would be like, let's do this. And then he'd look over and you'd just be already dead. I wouldn't even have a weapon. He wouldn't even give me one. No. He would just be like, you're good, right? Or he'd like, like Deadpool and he was like, there. here's this rubber duck. And you'd be like, oh, cool. This is a rubber duck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's quirky. That's 100% what would happen. <laughs> yeah. I would still be like eating a snack when we <laughs> right? got there. He'd be finishing your chimichanga. Just yeah, like, we'd I'd both be eating. Like half a burrito. And he's like, don't drop it. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. good chimichanga. And you're like, I'm, I'm getting shot I at. I want a bite. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my nightmare. <laughs> Where I'm like, this seems great. Like, I'm kind of like into him. And even though I know that he's like a fuck boy. But I just kind of want to like have a weird sexual relationship with him. Sure. We're having a great time. I forget the fact that I'm on a ride along because that's my brand. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden we're just being shot at. I'm like, well, bye. <laughs> at least I got this Jimmy Jungle before I died. I never thought about it in that context, but you are 100% correct with Deadpool is that that is somebody that if you're having, say, a tiki party mm-hmm. in your backyard, mm-hmm. he would be a fucking blast. Definitely. And you have so much fun him coming over. He'd tell all these crazy stories about his being a merc with a mouth and all his crazy like, and that's that's when I realized Juggernaut tore me in half. And you'd be like, right. oh, ha, 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 ha. Right. It'd be great. But Absolutely. if there was anything about your life on the line, he just, oops. Yeah, I feel like I'm an aside where like yeah. I would die and he'd be like, oh, man, she was fun. Anyways, pew, pew. Like <laughs> really going for it. <laughs> Saves the day kind of thing. I'm just like a casual casualty. Because uh, same with the super manic friend that the Flash is, I've, we've all had that friend where they're like a really good time to be around. But mm-hmm. like when it push comes to shove, they're just like, oh, yeah, sorry. I forgot right. about it. Let's go to this party. I'm not going to know anybody. No, but it's going to be great. I'm going to be hanging out the whole time. Yep. Like you're yep. going to meet all these oh. really rad people. And then 0.4 seconds after you enter the front door, you never see them for the rest of the night. Oh, too real. Yeah. <laughs> So that's Deadpool. 100%. He's busy like spraying like uh, whipped cream into his mouth and like doing body shots off of people and like doing fun ninja tricks in the backyard to impress the girls. But rather than me just like casually making friends with the dog because I don't know anyone there, I'm dead. (laughs) I'm a dead (laughs) body. alive. Yep. That's the way that that would go. Or you end up hanging out with Angel from the X-Men whose superpower is literally having fucking feathery wings. And you're like, Cool. So your power is uh, power of flight. Well, no, there's a lot of heroes that can fly, but you need like literally room to flap your wings to fly. Yeah. Do you have like a suit? Well, it gets in the way of the wings. So mm-hmm. I'm just shirtless a lot. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Hanging out with fucking weird feather wing angel in the corner. I don't know who that is, but I'm I'm in it. I feel that. <laughs> that sounds very frustrating. Uh, Angel's the the kind of character where it's like, you think you're a hero, but uh, like in art school, there's mm-hmm. like the artist or the actor or something that really doesn't have any natural talent whatsoever, but mm-hmm. they think they do. And they yes. are really, really sure that they're uh, they're doing something. They come from like a rich family. So they have been brought up thinking that they're the special gift for some reason. Right. And there's just nothing happening. Yeah. That's Angel from the X-Men. Oh, that's too bad. Like literally even comes from a rich family in the oh, comics. Well, so yeah. 
money will give you a lot of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard. I don't know about that life. But it doesn't make feather wings special. No. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Can't buy upgrades to those. No, no, no. Well, apocalypse. Well, I'm not going to get into the comic background thing. Apocalypse you can make them. You want to so badly, though. Metal wings, and then you're a villain called Archangel, and there's a whole thing. But no, I'm not going to get into that. So. <laughs> Only after we stop recording. Yes, then, then I'll explain that the entire in depth. thing yes. for like two hours. Yes. <laughs> I understand. That is our post episode uh, cool down, is me explaining the difference between Angel and Archangel. And me drinking heavily. Heavily <laughs> drinking. So heavily. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Okay, so we've got The Flash and mm-hmm. Deadpool as the worst uh, characters. I think they're great answers. I think good answers. I think yours is a little better than mine, honestly. I don't know yours enough, so okay. I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, mine's better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the next one that we're going to get into here is a question from Michelle Left Eye that she got from the Atheist Republic social media page on Facebook. Love it. And I love this question. This oh is a God, great question. Too. Satan opens up Heck, a lighter version of Hell. What kind of torture is in heck? Okay. okay, so my first is going to be something that if you know me, you know is I think one of the worst things about living as a human being, um, and it is sexy Christmas songs. Absolutely horrible. Christmas is not sexy. It's about presents or like the birth of Jesus. And so like, stop making it sexy. Don't hit on Santa. He's not for that. Like, Let's just leave it be and like you can either be grateful or you can be materialistic and that's it. Nobody's horny. Move on. That's it. Don't be horny on Christmas. So that's my number one for sure. That's also my favorite Christmas song is Don't Don't Be Horny horny on on Christmas. Christmas. I wrote that actually. It's my anti-sexy Christmas song. That's solid. Yeah. I uh, In in heck, I'm going to have a roommate that leaves the tops of containers open in the fridge. Oh, Like the salsa, just open top. Yep. And the thing is, It doesn't even look like anything fell in it, and it's only been open for like a day, and Mm -hmm. mold hasn't been grown or anything, but like I just don't trust it enough with that container being open Mm -hmm. to eat it ever again. Sure. The jar of pickled jalapenos, done. Done. The salsa, gone. The specialty mustard that I got that's in a little And it's all stuff that you really want. Like you had a plan for your next meal, but it's open. Yeah. And the mustard, there's this dried portion on top that it's been open long enough that the top is dried out and underneath is fine. But it's like once there's a skin on it, Mm -hmm. it's just done. Yep. Not doing it anymore. Fair. My roommate in hell is a white girl with corn. Just period. Well, yeah, that's enough. (laughs) That's it. Um, (laughs) With cornrows. But she thinks that she invented the concept and is calling them box braids like the Kardashians did, where she's like, what an innovative way to style your hair. I'm braiding it in such a way, even though it like hurts my hair and damages my hair. My hair is not meant for it, but I created it and I've never heard of the concept of cornrows. (laughs) They are box braids and they are for white women. I'm going to go with a roommate that doesn't understand that a closed door means that you are supposed to either knock or just go away. Oh, just one of those roommates that will just walk into your room and you're like, I'm nude. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm nude reading Reader's Digest. Like it doesn't matter what Reader's I'm doing. Digest. It doesn't matter. I'm That's in my room. Heck for me. That is not a thing for anyone to know about. No. Like once the door is closed and I'm in my room, you leave me the fuck alone. And if. You text me before you even fucking knock. Yeah. Like, you don't even go near my door. Yeah. That is my personal fucking boundary. Yeah. And you don't go near it. Yeah. And somebody just walks in. Oh, that's the worst. Like, I was going to go to the store. I ate all your cereal. I'm going to get the, like, knockoff because I only have a couple bucks. But is that cool? Go put 
the lids on the on the food in the fridge, please. Just go away. Just not here. <laughs> my roommate, there's always like a knocking against my door, and I think that they're trying to come in, but it's really the, just them playing hacky sack. No. And listening to Jamiroquai. No. <laughs> yeah, they are. All the time. Like, all the fucking time. Another ex- and they're bad at it. Example of uh, something that happens in heck is mm-hmm. that uh, you have to send emails to get something done and no matter how clearly you're pointing out instructions on literally something like tying your shoes Mm -hmm. they're just not getting it oh my god and they're not even getting what you're trying to describe to them and it's just this gnawing conversation of just trying to explain over and over again the most basic concept and the person on the other end just not getting it over and they're defensive that you're not like explaining it well when it's the most basic instructions of all time absolutely and it's Mm -hmm. like your fault that you're not doing this correctly Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's definitely heck when you want to have sex with someone in heck um it's just somebody random but first you have to listen to their bad podcast No. <laughs> and you have to pretend like you like it. <laughs> oh, you've lived that when I we started know. dating. I have. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I liked it. I don't even know what I would do. I really <laughs> don't. But I feel like, you know, for if I, and me having sex is that the only person that I can possibly have sex with in heck is Joe Rogan. <laughs> and so it's like, do I just never have sex again? And there's like no vibrators in heck or like Correct. fingers on my body. Um, so it's just either nothing and I grind up against a wall or Joe Rogan. Or so, Joe Rogan talking about DMT for yep. 45 minutes. <laughs> Before we have sex. <laughs> oh, I'm no. so dry. It's like the Sahara. <laughs> so desperate down there. But also like I'm aching for tenderness. <laughs> so I have to do what I have to do. In my version of heck, every time I park, it's in a parking space where the car next to me, somebody gets out so I can't open my door. And they're in the middle of a phone conversation, holding the door, standing so that there's no way I can open my door without banging their car door. Yep. And I just have to sit there awkwardly. Staring at them. Staring at them from a foot away as they are like half turned towards me and they are looking at me. Uh Uh-huh. Looking at me like I'm weird for sitting in the car, but I can't move. Mm -hmm. And the other option is to crawl over to the passenger seat like Mm -hmm. a weirdo. Yep. And get out of the passenger seat, which at that point, it's like, you have made me ruin my (laughs) life. And then they look at you like you're a weirdo. Like you're a fucking weirdo. And they're just standing there for like 15 full minutes having a loud conversation Mm -hmm. about, I didn't let the dog out. You must have let the dog out earlier when you went to the store or the doors open because they're trying to put their child in their seat and their child is like being a nightmare (laughs) they're just like standing there not being able to do anything and you're like well i can't do anything because it's your child but like deal with it (laughs) and then you realize all the shit you've talked about minivans at least those don't open outward and that would have made all the difference oh it's a back seat only yeah yep did you know actually that the only food that you're able to eat when you're in heck is microwaved fish and Brussels sprouts. No. Yeah. That's that's worse than heck, I think. That is borderline well, actual only hell. you can eat that, but also only your roommate can eat that. So your fucking house in heck smells like burnt farts all the time. Oh, no. And also, that's the only thing you eat, so it kind of smells good because that's all you can eat. Also in heck, mm-hmm. every pet has that level of dander where it leaves that like film on your hand when you pet it. So it could be the, and they're all incredibly cute. You can't not pet them. They're Mm -hmm. super cute. And you're like, this isn't bad. Yeah. This is pretty great. And then you pet them and you're like, oh my gross fucking film covered hand. It's so fucking gross. Yep. 
Yeah. I did actually know that about Heck. <laughs> you did know <laughs> Something that? Something to know, yeah. yeah. Also in Heck, everyone has that neighbor that is exhausting that will, every time that you pull in to park and you're hanging out, um, the neighbor will come over and like talk about something incredibly inane that you don't give a shit about. Like their mower died and they spent 45 minutes that they take like an hour to describe the 45 minutes they spent trying to mm-hmm. figure out how the mower wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. And then they just realized that they didn't have gas in it. You could have really cut to the chase on this story, Doug, but yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately I had to sit here with groceries in my hand. Like there's some heavy shit in this bag that I'm just having, uh-huh. Just having to be like polite neighbor. Because you don't want to make a bad, like, situation with a next door neighbor. Yep. So you're just, uh huh. Yeah, Doug. Yep. Yeah, nope. That must that must have sucked, Doug. That's uh, great. Just, and every text message that you get in heck is actually like a link to something that you're very, very interested in about how like Lucky from Lucky Charms has been murdered. Yeah. And you're like, God, I wish it was me. So I want to know the details. <laughs> and. You can only get Wi-Fi in a very specific spot, but every time you go to that spot, it dips out. And so then you're just continuously moving around to try and find the Wi-Fi and it just will not load. It just won't load. Oh, so you're that weird asshole that's holding your phone up all the time looking for service on your phone? Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And then Mm -hmm. you're somebody else's version of heck by being the person walking around looking for the Wi-Fi. You're getting in their personal space looking for Wi-Fi. In heck, every coffee shop, you end up sitting looking at the back of someone's head that is watching extremely graphic porn on their laptop. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And also your coffee was like $8 and it was burnt. It was burnt. (laughs) Yeah. It sucks so much, (laughs) but you've already paid for it. So what are you going to do? Throw it away. And heck, uh, after you get back in your car uh, from shopping, after you spend 15 minutes trying to get out of your car in the first (laughs) place, uh, it's always in a parking garage. Yep. And you always have three cars near you that have the reverse <laughs> lights on and none of you are moving because you're waiting for the other person to go first to reverse out. Please. And you don't want to end up rear ending into a rear end in the in the parking situation. Oh, so no. you just all sit there awkwardly waiting for the most dominant person to be like, fuck you, I'm going first. And nobody's doing it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the worst. In heck, if you get to be in a relationship, which you like want the whole time to like bring you solace, your partner always has like a cool friend who's like very, very interested in them, but won't actually put the moves because your partner's not interested in them. So then when you are around them, they just make you feel threatened all the time, (laughs) make you feel less than them. Oh, no. And like they have a better bond with your partner than you do. At every single turn. They have an inside joke. They have a memory. They have something that like actually bonds them. And it's like, oh, no, you weren't there. I forgot. It was really funny. You wouldn't understand it. It's okay. (laughs) Like, oh, remember that, though? That was fun. I miss that. That I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) And you're just like, fuck me. Where's the bar? In heck, every body of water that you immerse yourself into, whether it be a pool, the ocean, a bathtub you end up having someone else's Band-Aid stick to your thigh. <laughs> and someone else's feet in it. <laughs> Somebody else's feet in it as well. You're like, I'm in my own bathtub. I drew this water. Why is somebody else's pee in you this? You didn't even see them do it. You just know it's there. You just know. There's it's like a, there. a, the mildest scent that lets you know. <laughs> Satan lets you know. Yeah. Heck, Satan. Mild Satan. Satan opens the door. There's pee in it. And just closes the door. <laughs> and you're like, no, I felt <laughs> clean for a second. <laughs> I don't know if heck 
is definitely lesser versions of like torture. You're not like a boulder up a hill or getting mm-hmm. like poked with like fire pokers and shit. Yeah, butthole spiders. But it's also like a paper cut where oh, it's almost worse. It is almost in, worse. In a way. It really is almost worse. I got a paper cut this week. Truly the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I'm white. Like <laughs> <laughs> I've been fine until now. I got a paper cut. But let me just like set the scene, okay? So I was at work and it was like a clump of papers that I had just stapled together and I was trying to put them in to something. So I was holding them taut to fit them into like a file folder. And so the taut, thick clump of papers gave me a paper cut. Is there anything worse than that? I don't think so. It's about, I would say not worse than, but about the same as if you've ever gotten like a cardboard cut where you're breaking down a cardboard box and it's like a thicker paper cut. It's like the mechazord of paper cuts where it's just like all these layers of paper have been compressed together to yep. give you the ultimate paper cut. Or a plastic cut. Have oh. you ever like gotten one of those in a water slide? Because <laughs> that's the worst. I've gotten the, what they we call it, uh, rap rage, where you have the plastic covering on like a pair of headphones or something, and there's no way to easily rip the plastic oh, covering the on worst. it. And it's this insanely sharp piece of plastic that just rips your hands to shreds. Speaking of which, in heck, your day job is taking the plastic off of CDs. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like nobody even buys CDs anymore. And you're just like, that's why you have to unwrap them. them. You used to do not only the plastic, which is so taut. Like who's whoever is doing that is excelling. Like it's so taut. But then you also have to take like the little weird white sticker part off the top. And then it sticks to both sides. If you split it and you like end up with residue and then it's like sticky to the touch, you have to clean it off. That's your job. That's your whole job. Making sure it's completely clean. Also in every single store you walk into in heck that song, call me Alice playing. Wow, no. Like, you can be my bodyguard, I'll be your long lost pal. Like, that call God, me I thought Al. All-Star would be playing, but Call Me Al is All-Star is bad. for hell. <laughs> like, actual <laughs> okay, hell. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, heck, is like, Call Me Al, which on its own, if you hear it every so often, you're like, okay, this isn't bad. But if it's literally the only song that's playing anywhere, you're gonna rip all of the hairs out of your body. Mm, it's a Copacabana situation. Yes. Like, one time, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, that's fine. 36 times in a row like you're grocery shopping and you've got you're doing a big shop yep. you know you're, you've got like for the month kind of shopping going yep. on so you're gonna hear it at least 18 times in the time that you're shopping did you know actually that in heck when you go grocery shopping you have to do self-checkout which is fine you like that but none of your products will scan no. and every time you scan them it says wait for an assistant and then you just have to wait and they're like annoyed by your presence and it sucks and they have to type in the barcode by number and they're With loudly sighing and looking mm-hmm. sideways at you the entire time like mm-hmm. you're the reason why this mm-hmm. is happening there is a grocery store in our neighborhood that i refuse to do self-checkout because the self-checkout sucks so fucking much that every single item that you use it's like it doesn't register it and then you put it in the bagging area and it doesn't register that so basically what i've decided that is that i am dead which i mean eh, it's not that surprising i feel dead half the time anyway you did shadow deadpool so i did so i i was asking for it really yeah but now i'm dead and every time i you know, and being punished, it's when I'm at 25th Street Market oh, no. <laughs> and I'm trying to bag my fucking, 
my fucking seltzers that I'm going to go home and drink with vodka because I have depression and they're judging me. What I do love about the seltzers, though, is it's like a secret alcoholism where it's just like, you don't know. I just might really like seltzer. That's I why I have four by, cases. I think they know by looking at me. Probably. Like my mom was just telling me that she loves seltzers. And so I feel like when she buys seltzer at the grocery store, they're like, oh, that's nice. Good for you. It's a lightweight choice. When they look at me at the grocery store, they're like, are you mixing that with vodka? You are. You are. You they are. even know what type of liquor you're mixing it with. They know so. we're cheap. We're mixing with the cheapest vodka on the market, yeah. which we are. We are. So. Yeah. They can read me like a fucking book. And that's also heck. (laughs) That is also there that everyone knows that I drink vodka seltzer. I feel like we, I have more fully realized heck than I ever would with hell. Because heck is like life on earth, truly. Like if you live a privileged life, then you live in heck. Like these things that we think about constantly are just the worst thing in the world if there's any place where you have to get into a line the minute that you're the next person up that line closes and you have to get into another line Uh including Mm -hmm. the grocery store every time well call me alice playing oh my god yeah that's so true compiling (laughs) compiling heck on on heck happening and then you're googling is paul simon dead because you hope he is you hope he is because he's doing this to (laughs) you He's doing this completely to you and then you look at the person at the register and it's actually him it's Paul Simon. <laughs> being like i know i hate it more than you it's <laughs> just one of those things and you're like where is art garfunkel and he's like he's dead and you're an asshole <laughs> <laughs> and then you feel terrible you do <laughs> heck is also when you know someone who has like a person in their life that has passed and then for some reason your brain always tells you to say that like you're dead, you wish you were dead, even though you don't say it in real life, you only say it around to this person who has like someone who's recently dead in their life. Oh no, and, and then you you're feel mortified. So, so, so terrible. Oh, that is too about real. It. Too real. That's <laughs> it, so real. It happened to me and it's happened to us all. Oh, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It it's has. The worst. Also, heck is where you end up being in charge of the holiday gift exchange for your family no 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 or your co-workers or your co-workers oh god that's even worse that's so bad or you just have to like explain not everyone can get a meat and cheese board for everyone else although right. i'm not mad about it personally oh but god no that's every elephant exchange i've done for for co-workers i've always gotten the meat and cheese and cracker thing like it's like a 20 dollar fucking like kit you are daring. There's so many more vegans out there than you think there are. Maybe That's not true. for your office. Oh, that would be the worst. It's like the one vegan gets the meat and cheese. That is heck. That's what happens that in is heck. heck. Yeah, yeah, definitely. To a vegan, they just keep getting meat and cheese boards. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, or you have to fly cross country and you get like the meat meal and it's like a Salisbury steak. It doesn't even look good to someone that eats meat and you're a vegetarian. And you're like, this is disgusting. <laughs> Every time you have to go on any long trip, mm-hmm. you have to do it with your racist uncle. Oh, my God. And all they want to do is listen to, like, really obscure, not even veiled racist, like, podcasts or talk radio. Oh, yeah. They're like, Tucker Carlson started a podcast, and you're like, throw me out the window. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm driving, can't. and I'm going to tuck and roll out of this thing. Heck, is that the doors don't open. <laughs> they don't. They you're do stuck. not open. Well, heck for me, especially, is that I meet the love of my life, okay? My soulmate in heck. I've already lost my soulmate on earth, obviously. Yeah. Um, But I'm 
I have my Sullivan and Heck, and the only food that they eat is canned tuna. Oh, no. Which, to me, is the most disgusting thing in the entire world. It's cat food. So that's just a feeling that I have. <laughs> and so I have to, like, smell cat food. And canned tuna, I have a very specific reaction to. I will gag. <laughs> and that's all I can smell all the time. And so it's either don't be with them at all, or that's all they eat. Absolute misery. That might be hell, actually, for me. Actually, for Heck... Because again, life partner mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. I have to find new heck partner. Mm-hmm. Heck partner and heck, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the only way they get off is feet stuff. That I have oh. to just like lick feet or like suck toes. You or don't hate feet that much. I'm not a fan. You're not a fan, but like that's. I feel like that's less intense than my tuna feelings. <laughs> tuna feelings is definitely the name of the episode. Absolutely, it is. Yep. <laughs> no, but like I can massage a foot. Yeah, and that's not a big deal because mm-hmm. that's my. I don't like taste or smell with my hands, <laughs> which also that's heck that you taste and smell with your hands. Nightmare. It would be a nightmare. Oh my God. It would God. be the worst thing ever. Oh, wow. That's that. No, that might be hell. That's actually. Uh, yeah. That's definitely f- for hell. Yeah. But yeah. Um, oh just, no. Somebody that you're like, you're into and it's actually a pretty good relationship, but literally the only way that you can like get them to their, to their climax is to just fully like slobber all over their feet and toes. Oh, I don't know. Like, like lick between the toes. Like what in the is, little. Okay, so I, this is actually like a genuine question for and you. And no kink shaming. This is a personal thing. No, no kink thing. shaming. Well, so this is, this is why it's a genuine question because like I get it. Um, I'm not like anti feet. It's not my thing by any means, but they don't freak me out in any sort of way. So what if someone like had just gotten out of the shower? Would you be willing to like slobber on their toes? It okay for Earth Partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be like a willing choice. Uh, uh, that this is something that they're into, that they really want. Yeah, like I'm willing to do that for my partner, kind of thing. Fresh out of the shower. Yeah. Okay, but Heck Partner. Mm-hmm. I'm already dealing with Call Me Al. Uh, yeah, like all this true. other stuff. You're on the I'm, edge. I'm on the edge. I'm riddled with anxiety from yeah. just living in Heck. Uh, the amount of QAnon shit that I've heard from my uncle in the car has been like unbelievable. <laughs> and the last thing I want is to come home and like settle down and relax with a toe in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Just suck a toe. That's just too much for me. I can't deal with it. Not your coping mechanism <laughs> of choice. I've no. tried so many times and we live here on Earth. <laughs> but it's after I talk about Pizzagate. I know that. Yeah. I shouldn't I you shouldn't put my toe in your mouth. There's kids in that basement. Pizzagate. <laughs> It's deering when you're say, talking about your kids in the basement, basement of a pizza joint, while you're shoving your unclipped toe like into my mouth. Also, it's a real bummer. On a second note, it's a real bummer that that pizza place specifically has become like the weird QAnon headquarters because it's like really good. Comet ping pong rules. I've so, not been. I feel like more obligated to go now oh, because it's in DC. Yeah, it's really good. I need to check well, it out. Well, you can get into the basement, which is where like the arcade and stuff is, and that's where they say that the kids are. But they're they're not. <laughs> been there. <laughs> they're not. There are no kids. They there. keep them in the arcade games. <laughs> no, that's not. No, yeah. they're like running the Pac-Man game. <laughs> right. You open up the thing and it's like Snowpiercer, where it's it, kids actually getting into work. Snowpiercer. <laughs> 
<laughs> Snowpiercer gate. Oh, perfect. <laughs> okay, let's ask the final question. Yeah, we okay. got one okay, more okay. question here. Okay, um, it's from Wilma Cobb. Although I think that that heck question was fantastic. We could honestly do an entire podcast yeah. about that. We could talk for hours and hours and hours. And who hours. couldn't? Who really couldn't? Everyone we all has have heck. Honestly, that is the greatest thing for you to hit us up on the the hotline. Please. Oh, please. We want to hear your version of heck. Like, yes. what is your thing that would exist in heck? Oh, please let us know. I would love to hear it. Truly, I, no, genuinely. Like, I want to hear other people's versions. Because probably we're going to be like, oh, oh I we know. know. There, are, I could think of about a million other things right now. Like, you have a cup. Like, we have a cup on the podcast table full of pens, but none of them write. Nope. Like the, oh, they're no. all dried out and you can't find us mm-hmm. and you're on the phone and need to take down something really important mm-hmm. and you just can't find a pen that's actually working. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that is the worst thing in the world. <laughs> all of your clothes are dry clean only. That's, that's heck. If you get anything on anything and it's dry clean only mm-hmm. and then the dry cleaners are open for like five hours a day and you can't get there because you're working. That's a whole thing. The person you're on the phone with trying to find a pen that's not dried out also is like quiet and loud and so you're having trouble actually understanding what they're saying so you have to repeat what was that and then they repeat again and then dreaded you didn't get it the second time so you have to ask a second time and then the worst you also didn't get it that time so you have to ask a third time that is truly the worst. I wish I was dead every time that happens. Every single time. It's the worst. <laughs> and there's no highs and lows. Like, it's never like, oh, I'm annoyed. Oh, God, I wish that this wasn't happening. It's like, that happens, and then I truly wish that I was dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's an extreme. It's a full extreme <laughs> every single time. Oh, my God. Okay, so, yeah, let's... <laughs> okay, final question. It's from Will Cobb, and we've mentioned him on many other episodes. He is truly the jack-of-all-trades of our fucking generation beekeeper magician synthetic nightmare i mean photographer photographer farmer it just does everything i can't even get started yeah so okay wilma cobb he says what would your prehistoric porn name be just a just a full switcheroo from the heck question uh it just came to me like an inspiration from the heavens love that Uh, pterodictyl yeah or pterodictyl Mm -hmm. yeah is yeah is my uh Prehistoric mm-hmm. porn name. Mine would be prehend thick. <laughs> nice. Instead of prehend sick. Is prehend sick a thing? Prehensile. Did I make that? Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. You've got to go back to the workshop on okay, this one Okay, prehend here. slut. <laughs> okay. Is that good? That sounds like an egg that's horny. Like prehend <laughs> slut. Me. I'm shaped like an egg and I'm horny. <laughs> Fully me. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Uh, There was a porn that I watched uh, ages ago that a a lot of people listening probably are familiar with from just the the advent of streaming porn on the internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was pterodactyl porn. Oh, you showed me that, unfortunately. That's like early in our relationship. Well, it's one of those because I feel like it's just one of those like rites of passage that people have come across where there's Mm -hmm. like the two girls, one cup thing. And there's the, uh, was it Goatsy? And there's oh. other stuff. And this one isn't quite as jar- <laughs> jarring mm-hmm. uh, as, uh, as Goatsy, but... Uh, as one man, one jar? <laughs> yeah, one man, jar, one jar. But, uh, but it definitely is uncomfortable as just grown adults dressed as pterodactyls getting their dick sucked, and then a mm-hmm. puppet pterodactyl just hanging out, watching it happening. And it's really it's absurd. Yep. Um, and you can find it on pretty much any streaming service by no typing in... No kink shaming, but like some kink shaming. Some kink shaming. <laughs> 
Um, you can type in pterodactyl <laughs> porn and you will find it. Yeah. I, there's not like a lot of them. There, you, <laughs> if you if you found one, that's it. You found them all. You found it. That's that's the one. <laughs> and we warned you, so you can't blame us for this. You can blame us for anything else. Tell your therapist. Um, but you can't blame us for that. We told you it was bad. Oh, Biceratops. Oh, true me. I love that for me. Yeah, Biceratops is solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Tyrannosaurus sex. I was thinking about, yeah, yeah I was thinking about Tyrannosaurus yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's hard not to. Yeah. You know? I mean, hmm. mm-hmm. little arms doesn't mean everything's little. Tyrannodonis. Oh, nice. That's hot. Tyrannodonis is like the the porn actor that comes in at the end of the porn that's like the big conclusion. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's not like the build up porn. He's actors. the finisher. The finisher. Yeah. Yeah. Tyrannodonis. He's coming in covered in oil. Oh, yeah. He's a himbo. Yeah, himbo for sure. For sure, which yeah. I love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love a himbo dinosaur. We, do, we love, well, himbos in general, really. Oh, full support of himbos on this podcast. Yes. That, no no himbo shaming on this show. No, bimbos and himbos, you are the foundation of our society. <laughs> You're keeping us all afloat. Hot dummies are the brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely the brand. The deeply upsetting brand. <laughs> I'm uh, shine on you crazy diamond. I'm talking. We're talking about this. I'm immediately being like t-shirt ideas, t-shirt ideas. Yeah. Like I need a, a himbo and, and bimbo uh, t-shirt for deeply upsetting. Himbos are the foundation of the society. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They're pure. You know, they're sweet. They're not like, you know, uh, misogynistic or anything like that. They're well, precious. I need to, cause I haven't dug in deep enough to know like the whole, like, white nationalists like i won't apologize for building the western civilization thing that's like a whole thing with the western chauvinist uh all right thing if we could do a himbo version of that where it's like i won't apologize for building up these biceps pretty much something would be so much better i feel like you know what that that uh thing where they've always said that if somebody makes like a racist or a sexist joke that you should just play dumb and be like what do you mean and then make someone like explain Explain their racism or sexism Himbos and bimbos are doing that without meaning to. And so they're just exposing racists and sexists by just being their pure little baby selves. Just sweet little allies, mm-hmm. unintentional allies. Unintentional like, allies. But also they would love to oh, yeah. be allies. Yeah. I've known himbos that are like completely the straightest you can be, but like work out at the gym and it's like, oh yeah, like half the dudes I work with out at, at the gym are gay. And I'm just like, yeah, no, you keep doing those reps. You're going to get so much dick. You oh, know, totally. Yeah. Completely like, oh man, look at those Cool lats. dick, bro. Cool dick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this down for it is like, oh, if I was gay, yeah, this would do it for me. Absolutely. <laughs> Wish I was, man. You seem great. And your dick <laughs> is awesome. Or like, how's Dave doing? Like, is he doing his reps too? Oh, cool. You guys are such a cute couple. Keep getting those lats straight. Yep. <laughs> Get uh, that core. Get that core. It'll make you fuck more. <laughs> Just really into it. This podcast supports himbos. Himbos. <laughs> All day. <laughs> All right. That's a great place to end it. I feel I think like so. we're never going to come to a better thesis than that. No. Because it really is the backbone of this podcast in our society and our life as a whole i don't know what i'm saying anymore (laughs) that's why it's time to go it's time for us to wrap it up if you're still a fan of the show 
um, please buy our merchandise. Absolutely. There's new stuff being added all the time. And it's usually stuff that's not even talked about on the show. It's just stuff that Mike and I talk about in, in our real lives and then make shirts about. Although we do have some stuff from the show. We've we got do, the we uh, the Murder, She Rot t-shirt. We do. We've got the uh, Kyle's Are Temporary, Horses Are Forever shirt. Which that is I the best shirt. fucking love. And we got to give it up again for Hell Kitten and RBA. Always. always. For the design. That, it's such a, an amazing. And there's a part. It was the genius, center part. The center in the part. Hair. Yeah, it's yep, so that's perfect. from a minor upset. If you want to check that out from earlier, so yeah, buy our merch. It's amazing. Everything about it, no bias. All the merch for all the shows is amazing. We were talking about that last night on the six-year anniversary of GUI. Not to give a big shout out, but like fucking shout out. Six years. Six Woo! years, baby. We were talking about that. There's so many designs, and they're all amazing. So you should buy the gear. It's at T Public. Um, so GUIpodcast.com slash store is where you can pick all of that up. I have too much of it, and that is my whole wardrobe down. So <laughs> check me out. I'll be wearing a horse shirt if you see me. There was a moment that I realized that I had enough uh, GUI uh, merch to wear just GUI merch forever. And then yep. Just like every day of the week, I had a, a shirt that I could wear. Was uh... I typically fold your laundry, so I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well aware. <laughs> um, listen to all of the shows um, at GUIpodcast.com. They are amazing. And last night we had a big group hang with all of the showrunners to celebrate the six-year anniversary. It was amazing. So that is on the Geeks Under the Influence main show page. Um, but like I said, you can find them all at the website. And you should listen because they're all really, really good. And most of them... Mm, are kind of less stupid than this one. Still stupid, <laughs> They're all but still a little, little less stupid, stupid, which is great. Last but not least, always got to give a shout out to our favorite person in the world that we've never met, Jason Farnham. He wrote our theme music. It's called Payday, and it's in the show notes. So if you want to check that out and just listen to it and think that you're listening to our stupid ass voices, feel free. It is a jaunty tune. Oh, it's a banger. Yeah. It's a full banger. It really is. Mm -hmm. And that's going to wrap it up, I think. So for another episode of Deeply Upsetting, I'm Amy Bogart. I'm Mike the Hobbit. Okay, bye. GUIpodcast.com <laughs>